You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's podcast for Thursday, September 8th. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Review. Lots of things to get to today as we get closer and closer to the Giants season opener on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Up first, let's talk about uh, the Giants injury report. Giants released their first injury report of the 2022 regular season. On Wednesday, four players on that list as limited participants, edge defenders Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari, safety Dane Belton, and wide receiver Sterling Shepard. I'll be honest, the only one out of those four guys I would expect to see on Sunday is Shepard, who has been practicing for the past couple of weeks, coming back from his torn Achilles tendon. Looks good, sounds optimistic about playing. The other three guys uh, I really would not expect to see. Belton has been working on the side with trainers as he comes back from his training camp broken collarbone. Ojalari and Thibodeau, both injured during the preseason, have been theoretically limited this week. Both have done barely anything during practice on Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll see if that ramps up on Friday. When the Giants return to practice, they're off on Thursday. But uh, I really, really don't expect to see either of those players in Week 1 against Tennessee. It just appears that that neither of them has, has done anywhere close to enough in practice to be, uh, to be game-ready for week one against the Titans, when they could certainly be uh, be valuable pieces as the Giants try to defend uh, Derrick Henry, the uh, superstar Tennessee running back. A uh, quick note about the uh, unofficial Giants depth chart that was released this week. Reminder that these depth charts that come out from the team's PR department are entirely unofficial. Just a couple of... Uh, of things to note from there on offense, the Giants listed Ben Bredesen as the starting left guard. I really don't know how much practice Bredesen has been uh, has been getting recently. Obviously, had an elbow injury during training camp. I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure Bredesen will be the starter at that position. Could be Devery Hamilton. Could be one of the newly acquired guys. Jack Anderson acquired on waivers from the Eagles. Tyree Phillips acquired on waivers from the Ravens. Outside shot that it would be rookie Josh Azudu, who might be the the long-term guy there, third-round pick out of North Carolina. 
but Azudu is still working his way back from an injury of his own. So so we'll see what happens there, but but don't count on the on the starter being Bredesen simply because the unofficial depth chart has him at the top of it at the time being. So uh, so we'll see what happens there as uh, as the Giants uh, try to structure that that offensive line. A uh, couple of things to talk about just in terms of of matchups at BigBlueView.com. We do what we call have the ball posts each week. We'll do uh, when the Giants have the ball, when the Titans have the ball. Both of those will post on Thursday. You should both be available by early Thursday afternoon. So depending on when you're listening to our show across the Big Blue View radio network, you should be able to uh, to go right over to BigBlueView.com and check those out. Uh, if if you're listening, you know, in the middle of the afternoon or later, if uh, if you're listening on, on Thursday morning, those should be available for you shortly. Uh, just uh, the, the biggest matchup for the Giants this week is obviously trying to deal with with Derrick Henry, the as I said, the star Titans running back. Wink Martindale this week said uh, said that that Henry is a modern day Jim Brown. Now that might be a little bit over the top, but the point is well taken. Henry is a six foot three. 247 pound monster missed nine games last year with a foot injury but he's still only 28 years old should still be in the prime area of his career should still be an absolute handful for the Giants to deal with especially with Thibodeau not playing with Ojolari likely not playing um, we know that the Giants released Blake Martinez, and and for me that's an understandable move when you look to the future. But on paper, it weakens the middle of the Giants' defense. Something Martindale said on Wednesday was that the Giants might play a variety of packages where sometimes they have two inside linebackers, sometimes they have one, sometimes they have none. Uh, he said, "Depending on on situation, depending on opponent, all of that." So, uh, journeyman Austin Calitro on the unofficial depth chart is listed as the starter next to Tay Crowder, but I wouldn't expect to see Calitro, you know, playing a, a vast majority of the snaps. I think the Giants are going to do a lot of sub package stuff. We'll see Calitro some. We'll see three safety looks some. We'll see a lot of different things from Martindale. Whether the Giants are successful in at least slowing Henry down and, and forcing you know Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee quarterback, to try to win the game himself might be a key determining factor in how things go on Sunday. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Tough, tough challenge for Martindale as uh, as he debuts his uh his Pressure breaks pipes philosophy as Giants uh, defensive coordinator for the first time in a game that matters. Martindale was practically frothing at the mouth on Wednesday when he spoke to uh, to media, his excitement about getting into a real game, about getting into a game that counts, and, and beginning to find out what kind of defense he had. He said to media on Wednesday that 
He wouldn't promise how good the Giants would be on defense. The only thing he would promise was that they would run to the football and tackle people. And, and, and I'm interested to see just how well this defense performs. I'm not going to uh, to look at Sunday as as the be-all and end-all and say they'll be great if they have a great game on Sunday and terrible if they don't. But uh, certainly a stiff, stiff test for the Giants' defense to uh, open the 2022 season. On offense, interesting news this week was that head coach Brian Dable has said that that offensive coordinator Mike Kafka will call plays. As we sort of probed that topic with Dable and Kafka this week, we learned that the subject of Kafka calling plays is one that actually came up when Kafka interviewed with Dable for the job way back uh you know, way back in in the spring, way back in when uh, when Dable was putting together his his first NFL coaching staff, we learned that the intent always was for Kafka to call plays. With Dable reserving the right after he had seen how the operation went through the spring and the summer and into the regular season, reserving the right, of course, as head coach to reverse that decision and and take the play calling calling duties himself, but uh, made that official this week. I was glad to see that. I think that's the right decision. I'm one who likes CEO-type head coaches. I like head coaches not being completely invested in one side of the ball, being able to, uh, to step back, manage games, talk to all the coordinators have a good feel for what's going on, what the situations are, when the when the team has the ball, when they don't have the ball, and and be able to uh, to manage all aspects of a game. Plus, I'm excited about Kafka's potential as a as a coordinator and about a a as perhaps a future NFL head coach. I think this is a great step forward for him after his time in Kansas City. And, and we'll see how it goes. I think that, that everyone is excited to see what the Giants unveil here on Sunday. We've seen glimpses of it. We've seen hints of it in training camp. The Giants did a really good job throughout the preseason games of staying as vanilla as possible, of not really showing a ton of the motion that they might be using beginning Sunday against Tennessee, not really showing a ton of the the variations in the playbook. We saw some of that during the early portions of training camp with the Giants getting the ball to Wandale Robinson a ton, with them using Saquon Barkley a ton as a wide receiver. But I think everyone is excited to see what the Giants actually unveil on Sunday. I will say this, it is certainly not going to look like the the Joe Judge, Jason Garrett offense. I think that uh, I think the Giants fans w- will like what they see, at least in terms of the schematics, in terms of the intent. We'll just have to see how well the Giants actually are able to, to execute it and, and able to produce. They've talked so much about process throughout uh, training camp and the preseason. But now it is time for the production to begin to matter. It will obviously be a continuously developing, continuously growing product or on offense. But now it is time when 
production will actually begin to matter. And we'll see how that goes beginning Sunday against Tennessee. Another note about the offense this week. I know that people are going to love to pick on me about the uh, the Darius Slayton situation with the Giants. I had predicted for for weeks and weeks, if not longer than that, that the Giants would likely have to move on from Darius Slayton because of his uh, of his cap hit. Turned out the Giants kept him on the fifty three man roster as they kept seven wide receivers, which is more than. Uh, than they might normally keep, and, and Slayton will remain with the Giants after having accepted a pay cut, I believe, down to uh, down to the veteran minimum to to stay with the Giants, dropping his his cap hit to slightly below a million dollars from uh, from two point five nine eight million, I believe. And, and listen, I get it. Slayton has been a productive player at times has been inconsistent the last couple of seasons. His production seems to have gone backwards. But the New York Giants are not a finished roster. Darius Slayton is a speedy player with the ability to make plays down the field, perhaps with the ability to do some of the the, the catch-and-run, quick-throw kind of stuff that, that the Giants want to have in their offense, that they want Kadarius Toney and Wandale Robinson to be able to do. I get it. The Giants have had to hemorrhage some talent already due to salary cap concerns with James Bradbury and due to, you know, having guys like Martinez and and Logan Ryan who they let go in the offseason, guys who they simply didn't feel fit the culture and the style of defense that they wanted to play going forward. You, You don't want to continuously hemorrhage talent, especially younger talent, you want to to give it an opportunity, so I get it, and and I know that that Slayton, who said yesterday that he simply wants to prove, as he said, he said I'm a good football player, and he wants to prove that to the Giants. Maybe this whole situation will will actually motivate Darius Slayton, and maybe we will see something closer to the production that we saw when Slayton had a. Uh, an excellent rookie season, a surprisingly good rookie season as a, a fifth-round pick coming out of Auburn back in uh, back in 2019. All right, Giants fans, something a little bit new here for you, uh, a little bit of a, of a picks-slash-betting section of the podcast. This, uh, this particular section of our show is brought to you by DraftKings with the reminder that minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply and see our podcast show notes for details. All right, what we're going to do here, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, the, uh, about our, our staff picks for, for Sunday. And again, at BigBlueView.com, each week during the season, seven of our Big Blue View staff members will be picking games each week. We're going to pick every game across the NFL schedule. You can see all of those picks for week one currently at BigBlueView.com. And uh, this week, when it comes to Giants-Titans, Six of seven Big Blue View contributors are picking 
the Tennessee Titans, who are a five-and-a-half-point favorite to win that game. I happen to be one of those people picking the Titans to win, and, and my reasoning is simple at this point. The Titans are more established. The Titans know what they are. The Titans know who they are. The Titans are at home. The Giants, we really don't know. Brian Dable is making his debut as as head coach. The Giants are unveiling new schemes on offense and defense. They're still developing this roster. I happen to be optimistic that the Giants will put together a good performance on Sunday. They'll make a good showing of it. I happen to think that that this could be a close game, and uh, another. And, but I do think that the Titans are going to win this one. It would be nice if the Giants won. They haven't won a season opener since 2016. Ben McAdoo's first year as head coach, but but I don't think that's going to happen this year. So uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if uh, if uh, the majority of our of our big Blue View staff is right, or if. Uh, or if James Hickey, our lone contributor who uh, who picked the Giants, will wind up uh, will wind up looking like a genius come uh, come Sunday evening. All right, another thing that we're doing at Big Blue View this year in uh, in concert with DraftKings is yours truly is putting together a single game parlay each week, and this is a this is kind of an interesting thing for me because I am not a better, I am not a person who does these kinds of things. So putting together one of these uh, was an inter- interesting experience for me, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how well I do throughout the course of the year. I'm not. Uh, I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm not optimistic that I'm going to do very well at all. I'm not one who who has done uh, who has done exceptionally well over the years picking games. So I'm not sure I'm going to do very well uh, making these picks either. But uh, I looked at this uh, single game parlay. Took the, the the simple option, took the Titans to win, Giants to cover the spread, and optimistically took the over on the forty three and a half point game total over and under. I think I did that partially because considering the Giants' new offense, considering. Uh, Mike Dave, Mike Kafka, Brian Dable, considering Saquon Barkley's health, considering some of the things that we saw from Daniel Jones in the preseason, I would be very disappointed if the Giants do not score at least 20 points on, on Sunday. I know that Tennessee has a good defense, but I think that a 20-plus point effort from the Giants on Sunday would be a good sign. And honestly, that is pretty much what I'm hoping for. Also, Giants fans, in terms of content at Big Blue View, please check out our our five-question segment with Jimmy Morris of SB Nation's Titans blog, Music City Miracles, as we check out or as we discuss various topics about the Titans, get to know more about uh, the Giants' opponent on Sunday. Also, a programming note that... uh, that Jimmy Morris will be on Friday's show with me as we do a little bit of a crossover episode and, and talk in more detail on the show here about Giants versus Titans. All right, Giants fans, that's our show for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. 
please remember to to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Please stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.